Do you hear that? The sizzling of perfectly seasoned taco meat cooking? The chopping of tomatoes and lettuce being cut into smaller bits for easier addition to your plate? You can almost taste how the end result will be, can't you? You have that flavor of the perfect taco stuck on your tongue, whether it's made from your favorite restaurant, your best friend, or even your own grandparents. The endless popularity of this Mexican delicacy, whether they're street tacos or crunchy, is never ending. But it didn't always used to be this way. Some people used to think that tacos were too cheap and uncivilized to be eaten, and they were looked down upon especially in schools and in the workplace. But why? There's only one clear reason that I'm sure you're already thinking of, and yet we consistently try to avoid it as a subject itself. Hi, my name is Sierra Vela, and together with my grandparents, David Guevas, a man whose nickname used to be Mr. Brain, and Ophelia Guevas, a woman who's not afraid to speak her mind in front of anybody, will be telling you about what people don't talk about. First, we'll explain the setting. Corpus Christi, Texas, a beautiful city that sits on the Gulf of Mexico and is well known for fishing, beaches, and their annual Dia de los Muertos festival. With its own military base and history of Selena written all over the city, there's always something for everyone. Corpus is full of Mexican-American culture, both from locals and from its rich history, and the city is best explained with the statement, Corpus is a big city with a small town mentality. Locals have a tight network, and everyone knows everyone through a friend of a friend of a friend, meaning gossip gets around quick. Downtown Corpus Christi is a lively place where most bulgas, festivals, and local fairs happen. While there is a diverse population of roughly over 326,000 people in this city, a majority are Hispanic. As diverse and creative as it is, though, it wasn't always like this. Let's go back to Corpus Christi in the 1960s. While there was still a large population of Hispanics, there was still a time when racism was more blatant in society today. Mexican-Americans specifically found it very difficult, as their fight was more subtle on paper. Mexican-Americans are, by law, deemed as white, so when trying to fight against segregation laws, there was no law holding them back. In the public's eyes, Mexican-Americans weren't white, but on paper they were. So there's this disconnect between both sides, which caused tension to be high at times. You know... Uh, they were not allowed to speak Spanish. I had an incident one time. It was just a bunch of girls from work. We went to a restaurant and we were speaking Spanish. And there was a, a bunch of older ladies, white ladies. And uh, we were all laughing and, you know, having a good conversation, but it was all in Spanish. And it didn't happen to me. It happened to one of my coworkers. One of the ladies asked her if they could be kind enough to speak in, in English because they couldn't understand. And so the girl turned around and told me, and I said, why? She said, because she thinks we might be talking about them because we're having too much fun. And I said, well, which one was it? So I, I tapped the lady on the shoulder and I said, ma'am, I said, this is our culture. You're speaking English and that's fine. You don't know how to speak Spanish. But let me tell you one time, you wouldn't have, don't have to worry about us talking about you. We don't even know you, so we have nothing to say. But let me tell you, if I knew you, I would talk in English to let you know what I'm talking about. And I would make it in English where you could understand. And she got offended and... <laughs> with no actual laws to help with segregation... Instances like this would continue to happen for a while, and even today you still have some instances like this one, but it wouldn't only happen to businesses and restaurants. You would also see it frequently in schools. Even my oldest brother, Johnny, and he's in his 80s now, they would take tacos to school and um, 
the white folk would make fun of them and, and lunchtime they would go hide and eat their tacos because the white folk would make fun of them. Tacos themselves are very quick and easy. When I say they were seen as a cheap food, it's because they were and still are today. Back then, if you weren't Hispanic, then you wouldn't really eat them. But for those low on money, it was a smart option that could last a long time when needed, and you could make different kinds depending on what you could find. There's a lot of different tacos as long as you have tortillas, either flour or corn. There's a taco any time, a taco with whether you have a flour or a corn tortilla. You can make your own specialty. It doesn't have to be a restaurant. You can make a home taco out of your own ingredients. Boom, you got a taco. <laughs> you know, anything that you put in between a tortilla and fold it in half, that, that's considered a taco. We can make a taco just about with anything. It's not the original. It's stuff that being, I wouldn't say poor. I would say being average. We would just make anything that we're not going to starve our kids. We're going to feed them one way or the other. And that was always the goal at the end of the day to make ends meet and make sure that your kids got fed. It didn't necessarily matter in the details as long as your family had their needs covered, which often meant that the kids would go to school with the same thing for lunch every day, as many kids also couldn't afford school lunches at the time. Anytime you could get something other than your average tacos or go out to eat, it was a treat. I remember the story in, in eighth grade at Cunningham was I was eating my tacos and Mr. Garcia, who was my math teacher, came over to me one time and he had a tray of food that he got from the cafeteria. And he said, like David, I haven't eaten tacos in several weeks. Would you like to trade your tacos for my tray of food? And I said, sure. And we traded. And the other students kept looking at me saying, how did you get a tray of food? And we have to eat our tacos. So he went over and ate the tacos. And he would do this on occasion. Like maybe in that one school year at eighth grade, he must have done it probably six times. And I... I felt good about that. What I didn't know is that he felt sorry for us, for me. He knew how dedicated my dad was in making money. And he, and he, I'm sure he knew that the other fathers of the kids were in the same predicament, but he didn't know the other fathers of the kids. He knew my dad. But that's the one story I remember about tacos. We weren't brought up with like not that we never had it, but we weren't brought up with a lot of, um, how would I describe, American food. To me, American food is like fried chicken, hamburger, you know, um, out to eat type of thing. We never, like, we were very lucky when I was growing up that we would go out once a week and that most of the time that was on Fridays when, we, when my parents got paid. We would go out to eat. The rest of the week, it was homemade. Everything, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The reason that we would go out to eat on Friday, it was payday, and we didn't even have a car, but we were lucky to have a, like a little a hamburger stand close by the house, and we, we would walk. And I remember many a times that my, my mom, my dad would give my mom her his paycheck, and she would start separating her money, payment here, payment there, groceries here. And he would say, no, 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 no. Take them out to first and whatever's left over, then we can pay. And if we don't get to pay this week, we'll pay it next week. Meals meant everything, and they still do in Hispanic culture. I know even for myself, meal times are when everyone gets together to spend time and enjoy our food as a family, no matter how busy we are with outside life. 
So what changed in between then and now? Why are tacos now so suddenly popular? Things have changed quite a bit. The world has changed. With the constantly evolving world that we live in today, nothing is ever permanent. We've come so far even in terms of just the last 30 years. So to put it frankly, as people's minds started opening up, so did their taste buds. I do find that here in San Antonio, there's always there's always been a battle, I think, um, between cities of who makes the best tacos. And there's always a battle between the city of Austin and the city of San Antonio as far as getting the best tacos. And they do have an annual competition, which brings thousands of people from both cities to come to the contest to see who has the best tacos. And you find these food trucks at this one particular big park or whatever it is. So you get to, you get to venture out and test, taste different types of tacos. And they're virtually the same. It's, it's not, some may have more cilantro. Some may have more spices. Some will have all this concoction of, of sauces. My favorite is beans. But then, uh, let me tell you again, it has to be with a certain tortilla. When I have beans and chorizo, I, I would prefer corn tortilla. If it's a carne guisada taco, I would have a flour tortilla. It makes a lot of difference on whatever you're going to put in the, in the tortilla, period. The, the, the Tortilla itself gives the taco even a better flavor with the size, with the type of tortilla you want. At least to me, anyway. And we're all different. I mean, and and like I said, all our tacos are different. We make several tacos, several different ways. A taco back then was a, a tortilla shell folded in half, hamburger meat, lettuce, tomatoes, and, and cheese. That's the original taco to me because that's the way we were brought up. But now we make potato and egg taco, beans and cheese taco, chorizo and beans, and that now we call that a taco. And the Hispanic culture is so vast that if you were to go to Cuba, they will have a, a taco that may not be called a taco. Because they also use tortillas. They use corn tortillas because the natives in Cuba, just like the natives in Mexico, only had corn before the white people came over on those ships from Europe. They brought over the wheat. They brought over the flour. So the original natives never knew what a flour tortilla was in Mexico, South America, or in Cuba, or the Caribbeans. And that's when they started making these different types of meals with folding a tortilla, whether it's corn or flour. But all the ingredients are different in every country. So the taco has grown. And again, I don't know where the taco originated, but it has grown to all these other countries in South America, the Caribbeans, and in Mexico, that it's flowing all over the world. And, And that, I think that does make me feel good that at least that, small portion of a meal that originated in my mind in my culture has grown worldwide so i'm happy to, i'm happy to see that